Hi, everyone. Welcome back to the Useless Doctors Book Club podcast. I'm Harshini. I'm Sarah. And I'm Pooja. And today we'll be reviewing the quite popular book, It Ends With Us, by Colleen Hoover. And we'll jump right into our spoiler-free summary. So go for it, Sarah. Okay, so this book follows um, the main character, Lily Bloom. Um, She's originally from Maine, and she moves to Boston. uh, And she um, finds this man on a rooftop. uh, And he's like the man of her dreams. But then she doesn't see him for a couple months. Um, Like, they... They never get each other's um, contact information, but through um, special circumstances, they meet again and uh, they start dating. And um, the book is about uh, like their relationship, but then as well throughout the book, uh, she also reads journal entries from when she was a kid. and her mother was abused by her father. And it really takes a toll on her. And she meets this homeless man um, and he helps her, her work through um, the abuse. Um, and the book is really just talking, is, is referencing the past and how that influences her actions um, in the present. So, Pooja, you want to take it away with your thoughts about the book? Yes. Okay. So, um, all right. So here's my spoiler-free review. Um, I ended up giving this book three stars, um, and uh, which I honestly thought was surprising because in the beginning of the book, I was kind of like, oh, good Lord. Um, <laughs> but by the end, I think I ended up I guess my reasoning is just that I read books for entertainment and I was entertained by this book. Therefore, I feel like I can in good conscience give it less than, like I can't give it a low score even though I didn't like the story. I was entertained by it. Um, But yeah, but I kind of, I guess like my general thoughts, a lot of them are going to be spoilery, so I'll save a lot of it for the actual spoiler part. Um, But basically, I think I didn't, I generally didn't like anyone in this book, <laughs> any of the characters in this book, um, other than uh, the main guy, Ryle, um, other than his sister. I liked his sister, <laughs> not him, I liked his sister. Um, and I liked the homeless man, Atlas, um, former homeless man. He ends up, uh, actually, I won't say anything, um, but <laughs> yeah, that was a spoiler. Um, but yeah, but I like him. Um, but yeah, I'll save my thoughts for the actual spoiler part, but, um, Harshini, your thoughts. Yeah, I feel like, honestly, I, I had, like, pretty hard times. I reflected on this book a lot, but I had, like, a hard time really thinking about my rating, and I feel like through this discussion, I'm gonna work out all my thoughts, so my rating might change, but for now, I'm definitely gonna give this book four stars I feel like it like Pooja I enjoyed this book I think I you know read it pretty quickly and I feel like you know Pooja said she didn't like any of the characters but she did like two of the characters <laughs> I feel like that's a pretty good amount of the like because okay. I also <laughs> I didn't wouldn't like the main the main I like the side characters yeah Okay. 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 That's fair. I feel like, you know, sometimes it's hard to like the main character. The main character is like, you see all of their problems like right in your face. So I, I would, I mean, I don't know, actually, like, honestly, I, I don't know if I fully worked out my thoughts about Lily, but I think I would agree that I liked Alyssa and Atlas a lot. I really liked the journal entry, even though, okay, so these journal entries were written as letters to Ellen and I was kind of like what (laughs) but I mean honest it it worked out I I think the letters were 
a good way to provide a lens into her past. And I did like reading those parts a lot. Um, so yeah, I also have a lot of spoilery thoughts, but I would say I generally, generally enjoyed the book and feel like I kind of learned something from it. I feel like the purpose of the book came through pretty well to me. And I think that's why one of my friends recommended this book and I can see why she did. But Sarah, what what did you think? Uh, I would also rate it four stars. Uh, I think my favorite characters are also <laughs> you guys' favorite characters. And then also Alyssa's husband. I forget his name. Uh, he was a cool dude. Not that he, he said like five things. But he Marshall. Marshall. Oh, yeah, Marshall. I was like, it starts with an M, and it kind of reminds me of um, how I met your mother, but <laughs> I don't remember what, what name that was. Um, I feel like I hated the fact that the letters were addressed to Alan. I don't know why, but it seriously, seriously bothered me because I never really liked Ellen. And then I was like, oh, this, she's like hyping this person up and I like really don't like her. <laughs> so that like, I don't know why, but it bothered me probably more than I should have. I did like the concept that of, of the letters. I thought it was nice, um, to nice way of seeing the past without like, being like, uh, like 10 years ago, this happened. <laughs> um, I don't know. I thought it was a good read. I was entertained. I, I definitely agree that it brought out the point of the book. Um, so I like that a lot. And yeah, I don't have many issues with the book. It all seemed pretty realistic. Um, yeah, those are my thoughts. Four stars, solid book. So before we move on to the spoiler part, would either of you recommend this book to other people? Yeah, I would recommend it. Yes, I would also recommend it. I think I wouldn't, there are some Colleen Hoover fans, or like actually Colleen Hoover's fan base is like very like, yes, Colleen Hoover. I'm not that like person, but I would definitely recommend this book to people, especially who like romance. All right. I think I am always the person that has the opposite opinion <laughs> compared to both of you. Both of you are like four stars and I'm like three stars. <laughs> and then last week I'm I was five stars and you're like, I hate this book. <laughs> Wait, I mean, Me and Sarah are just on the same wavelength. Yeah, we, we're on the same wavelength. <laughs> I'm kind of surprised taste or something. You, you rated it three stars if you finished it so fast. <laughs> okay, listen, the book, if the book entertains me, for me, three stars isn't terrible. It's just average, right? Like, I, like, I don't rate anything, you know, I mean, I, like, I even, like, some of my, like, comfort reads are three stars, because I'm like, it didn't do anything, like, that would, like, you know, make me, like, oh, wow, this is amazing. It wasn't like that. I was just like, okay, yeah. And, like, it was entertaining enough. Like, I was entertained. Dude, the other Colleen Hoover book I read, I gave two stars. So this got a step up from that. <laughs> so Yeah, that I was, was going to say, I'm, I feel like this was a step up for Pooja. And I agree, like, I mean, three stars, four stars. You're not that far off. But I think, yeah, it's maybe just, like, your rating criteria. Yeah, I just think I have different different... Also, a different enjoyment of things, right? Okay, we'll we'll talk more about this in the spoiler section. But do you guys have any thoughts before we get to the spoiler section? Would you recommend the book, Pooja? Oh, good question. Would I recommend this book? Um, I would. Obviously, I would recommend it if you like Colleen Hoover. You would like this. Um, I also think that if you are like, if you are the type of person that likes to read romance but not necessarily romantic comedies you would like this book um if you are someone who reads romance like but only exclusively like funny romantic comedies i don't think this is that this fits that expectation um so i would also like 
it depends on what your taste in romance is. But if you are like an avid romance reader, I think you might like this book. Um, but yeah, any other thoughts before we I would it? also say, I mean, I don't know, like with books, I feel like it's harder to do this, but I would say there is like content warning here if you are like not into reading about you know pretty detailed depictions of abuse you should not read this book because I feel like it really goes into that topic pretty deeply yeah definitely one of those sensitive topic warnings content warnings graphic violence ish warning graphic violence warning um but yeah all right Without further ado, let's get into the spoiler section. So if just quick brief note to anyone who is listening for the first time, we're going into the spoiler section. So if you want to read this book, please stop the podcast here. Go read the book. Please come back and listen to us chat about our thoughts. Um, we go pretty detailed into spoilers and we talk about like our feelings, thoughts, whatever um, regarding that aspect of the book. Um, but yeah, but if you have no interest in reading, if romance is not your thing, if heavy romance is not your thing, please feel free to continue listening. Um, all right. Who wants to go first? <laughs> I will go first. Um, I think there is, so I feel like Pooja, whenever she talks about this stuff, like goes right to like the end or like the big spoiler part. But I actually just want to go to my first note here, um, which is what even is chapter five? What did I just read? Um, and I had to go back to chapter five and it was so annoying because I had another book open on my Kindle. So I went to that chapter five, but that wasn't the right book. And I was like, I lost my place in that book. But anyway, chapter five, I just went and looked at it. It was basically when Ryle, who from the beginning, I didn't really like this man. He was just way too extra. And he basically comes and like comes to her apartment building. I forget if this is, I think they met once between the rooftop and this moment I think because he comes to her apartment building apparently knocks on 26 doors or something just and finally finds her door and the reason is because he's like please have sex with me like right now <laughs> like please I can't get you out of my head like I just need you to do this I can't focus on work like please and like literally on his knees begging and I'm just like what is I don't know it was just too too much for me if any guy ever did that I would be like please like I'm gonna move like I don't want you in my life like this is way too much for I don't know it's it was like yeah I I didn't I definitely didn't like him once he did that but um yeah I don't know any any thoughts on like Ryle the character or that moment <laughs> I absolutely hated him. <laughs> like I he is like one of the reasons why the my rating is lower than four stars <laughs> because he just I he, like I agree with you Harshini. From the beginning I was like I already don't like this man. Like I literally wrote ew. <laughs> like <laughs> with like their relationship I just wrote ew. <laughs> I'm like like I literally oh my god. I have so many notes about that one thing. I just said, my note is, is this guy pleading with the girl to have sex with him? What is this bullshit? Um, <laughs> literally, like, I, I was like, this this, doesn't, this is so creepy. Um, yeah, I, there was there were so many, like, in addition to that, they had, like, several other instances where I was just like, didn't they just meet, like, they didn't even like exchange phone numbers or something like they like didn't even they just met like and then not even that that whole thing where he comes and like begs to have sex with her he all they don't even have sex they just sleep like she they just and i was like i do what <laughs> i, I will so say though i was like uh, by the end of this i like don't want like she was really resisting and I feel like that was good, but then she agreed at one point, and I was like, no, like, I don't like that, but then 
even though the way that it happened was kind of weird and like I was glad that they didn't sleep together at that point because I feel like I would have I would have been really annoyed if that had happened but since it didn't happen I was like okay I'm just gonna move past this now yeah but I still thought that was like such a it was so it was so weird like I, I it was too extra it was too dramatic Sarah what what were your thoughts on this okay I I don't really remember I don't think I had as strong of a negative reaction I thought it was like okay like this is first of all would never ever happen in real life and second of all like I, just to sleep with someone that's like a lot of effort especially how do you think about someone that much when you've literally met them twice like I barely think about people that I meet all the time like how do you I mean maybe if it's like true love and you're a soulmate you think about the <laughs> but I just <laughs> 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 not believe that. okay my 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 main like okay I I agree like just we can like suspend our belief for a second and be like maybe they truly had some sort of connection but I'm like listen he met her once on a rooftop where they interacted for I don't know maybe 15 minutes and then they in, and then they met a second time when like she had her ankle like her broke her ankle not broke her ankle sprained her ankle or something and he kind of like helped her out and I was like those two times and all of a sudden he's like yeah I want to have sex with you I'm like you haven't even like exchanged like any meaningful I mean I guess you can argue the first time they met was like meaningful conversation but like that was bullshit it was just like the second time they met they were like they both were like I like you (laughs) okay but like still like you don't need to knock on 29 doors and show up to her door and be like please have sex with me I'm dying over here that's so whack (laughs) okay if a guy came up and did that to you wouldn't you be like I would do what Harshini would say I would move I would be like he knows my address I need to leave the state (laughs) entirely like I can't even live here anymore so oh my god those two those two whack. but I, I also want to bring up like a second thing which was then their next interaction I thought was even more weird which was like she gets invited to his sister's party or something and he has a photo of her something in his house and then he like okay <laughs> he like also has this whole thing where he's like you know lusting after this woman and again they don't have sex they just she just he literally just like removes her dress or something and then it's like sleep here and then he forces up to her, her up to his room which i also i'm like this is entirely a problematic thing um but yeah yeah i think it was it was uh i did not like that part at all because like first of all it's a really public setting and I don't know. It was that she was just trying to enjoy herself, and then he's like, "Nope, bye. You're having sex with me." It was, yeah, it was uncalled for. I, yeah, in the beginning he was eh, not a good dude. I mean, he was not a good dude throughout the whole book, but like some parts of him were like, "Oh, maybe he's not that bad." But that's in the beginning he, he like doesn't. The author does not portray him in any type of light that's like, wow, I want a man like that. Yeah, I feel like that was kind of, I think I really, okay, so he definitely wasn't a good dude throughout the book, but I think in the beginning, I didn't like the book as much because, yeah, like, wait, he wasn't a very likable character. And at first I was kind of thinking, I don't know, like, maybe it's just me seeing some like some of the very early signs too because it was he was portrayed to be this perfect guy is like he is a neurosurgeon he's so into his work and you know his big flaw was that you know he was not going to be in a committed relationship and that's what Lily wanted all of this stuff but like you know he kind of is changing for her or whatever but I think if the author did make him a little more <laughs> likable, like not just doing nice things and stuff, but not basically not doing those creepy things that we talked about, I feel like it would have 
made it harder to kind of let go of him or like I don't know I feel like we would have seen Lily struggle a bit more but basically getting into the fact that you know we realize pretty early on I think they're not even officially dating at this point but we find like the first scene where he pushes her and she like gets pushed into this like doorknob thing and jams like right near her eye and I remember reading that part and I was really shocked like I I thought he was a bad guy I did not get anything from the description about like he like abuses her and obviously once I read that I was like okay this is where the book is going but at the moment I was pretty shocked like that's when I messaged our group chat and I was like oh my god what is happening but um I also read like a few lines down so I kind of saw it coming and I was like oh my god did he like actually like punch her it was a push but it's still like you know him hurting her purposefully all because he as a dumbass put in his bare hands into an oven like who which neurosurgeon does that I know I was like what a great neurosurgeon right here (laughs) And, and then she's clearly laughing at his stupidity and he gets so angry at her because apparently like you know I mean yeah like his hands are important for his work and stuff but still that was really stupid on his part and I think you then first see like this other side of him which gets into the whole meat of the story but yeah did you guys expect that like him kind of actually being such an angry abusive person I mean I I feel like given the book I I'm not surprised but I feel like I I didn't expect it I mean, I I guess you could say I you might expect it because he's like this really arrogant person who's like pretty selfish, but I don't know. I, just like to to hurt her because of something he did is like I did I didn't see him hurting her like because of that. Like I was pretty surprised that he pushed her just because she was laughing you know yeah I I also like I think I saw I saw that like um basically the way that I was thinking about it was that they introduce Atlas quite early on in the book but like not in present day obviously they introduce him like as a part of her past but the fact that they kept introducing this character I assumed that he would make a reappearance like at some point, but I thought like it would be, I was thinking that like he would show his abusive colors like in the context of that guy. Like I didn't think he would do it without that guy as part of the situation, which I did think it was a little bit shocking that he just did it like, because like within a situation that has no, our Atlas is not a part of basically. Um, But I feel like the other situations, all of the other like major incidents that happen I think are because of that, like Atlas being reintroduced into her life, um, which, okay, segue. Um, I love Atlas. <laughs> I was like, I, I great character, ten out of ten. <laughs> I was crushing so hard. I know. <laughs> I was literally. I was, I was. Yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah. No, wait, okay, it literally was like, you know, I kind of want to date, download some dating apps again, because I was like, wow, what it would be like to meet a man like this. Okay, first of all, you know that she met him because he was homeless. <laughs> like, that's I, how she met him to begin with. I know, that's what I was like, okay, maybe not, because apparently that's not how you meet guys like this. <laughs> But I still was like, oh, I wish. <laughs> yeah, you guys, you guys are crushing on um the the detective Kaga. I'm just like, no, Alice is where it's at. <laughs> and he can cook. <laughs> yes, he can cook. That's like the biggest. He that too, he can cook well, so well that he has a restaurant. Like ah, yeah, that's another level. And it's a good restaurant. 
Yeah, I feel like he was definitely a very, and I guess this part, like, kind of, um, I don't know, it didn't really bother me. Like, I also really liked him as a character, but I think he was written that way. You know, he was written to be this perfect guy who actually was perfect, whereas Ryle was like, oh, like, you know, he's such a pretty boy and all of that and, like, very successful, whereas Atlas comes from, like, literally this, you know, place of having no home, no family, nothing, and Lily and him, like, they, like, help each other through high school, and I thought that all of that was really cute, but I was also, I don't know, this is a very small detail, but I just kind of wish he wasn't, like, you know, like, in a stereotypical, like, societal, handsome, hot kind of way. I Because he has, like, these really blue eyes and stuff. I don't know. For some reason, I just didn't want him to be, like, so, like, cute. Because obviously people, you know, didn't like him and didn't really associate with him in high school. And, you know, there was even this character that was always like, ew, Lily, why are you hanging out with him? But at the same then, like, in the future, you see that Alyssa is, like, I'm going to leave my husband for this man. Or, like, I don't know, is very, very into Alice's looks. And I just kind of wish he didn't have to have, like, the looks, you know? I don't know. It's very small, but I feel like that could have not even, like, made him a more realistic, like, I guess, yeah, made him a more realistic character, but... I don't know, just, like, put, like, the perfection down a little bit further so that, you know, it's not, like, here is perfect man who will never be in any of our lives for real. Yeah, I don't know what it is about, like, any book that I read that all the characters are so good-looking. Like, <laughs> it's literally, like, you can't every single book. Yeah, but, like, the way they describe them is, like, oh, this, like, he is, like, movie-style good-looking. I'm, like, I have never met someone who is movie-style good-looking, like, in real life. Like, I don't know when, I mean, obviously, <laughs> I, <laughs> no, I've seen, like, not a true at all. Girl. I just passed, it, it, yeah, just walking a lot, I'm, like, whoa. Like, I don't know, you clearly Wait, you okay, go to Okay, okay, when I was walking a lot today, I, I passed a guy who's walking a goes retriever and I I looked at the golden retriever and I, was, I smiled and then I looked at him and I was like wow and then he smiled back at me and I was like is this true love is this like what would happen in the book <laughs> oh my god I'm dying <laughs> that's uh, what this book made me do <laughs> Okay, you know what, like some, I definitely get that where like you read a romance novel and then suddenly you just try to apply it to your life and you're just like, is this, is this the feeling that they're describing in the book? There, you just have to find a rooftop and maybe he'll show up and then maybe you can have your mom. I, I actually think he lives in my building, so. Sarah. Maybe the theater. <laughs> There's so many different ones, but hopefully he lives in my section. You know what? If it's fate, Sarah, you'll he'll come. He'll be in that section. <laughs> Didn't you read the romance novel? <laughs> you're right. You're right. Or he'll knock on every door until he finds one. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> All right. I have. So I have. I feel like one of the main things that I really struggled with in this book was understanding Lily's decision to stay with Ryle, particularly after like, I think the first, the second time he abuses her, right? Um, and like, because it, it's like he abuses her and then she leaves, but then she ends up coming back because he gives this explanation that like, oh, I have anger issues because of my brother, right? And I, my personal opinion was like, your wife is not your therapist, right? Um, you, if you, if you are meeting a doctor since you're six years old and you're still having like blackouts of anger, you need to go to a different doctor. Like your solution is not, oh yes, my wife will love me even more. And like, she'll cover up this and she'll help me, 
which I don't think is a good justification and another reason why I didn't give this book a higher rating. Um, but I'm curious to hear what your guys' thoughts were on like that event that happened in the book. Yeah, I think, you know, that definitely, I don't know, for some reason didn't go through my mind while I was reading the book. But then after I read the book, I was like, yeah, why? He is a doctor, which I, I know, like, well, actually, I don't know what med school is like, but I'm assuming there should be, there at least should be, like, references to taking care of your mental health as well as your physical health. So I feel like as someone who's gone down that field, like, he should know. And I don't remember exactly, like, how, because I'm kind of, um, I know that in the very beginning when they met on the rooftop, he even referenced this boy, which maybe was a different boy even, but had the same situation. But I feel like, there was something about, you know, how he had to get help through it when he was younger, but definitely it was not apparent at all that he was getting any help for this in the present, which I think was the problem. And, you know, the fact that even Lily didn't suggest it, I think that, you know, not that it's her responsibility to do that, but it just wasn't really brought up, which I agree was problematic. But I think that, I don't know, I feel like even though the justification wasn't the best, and it, at this point, we don't have, like, the third, wait, yeah, I think in the third situation that happens, that's when she finds out she's pregnant, but this situation, they're married, the thing is, they just got married, and honestly, they got married so fast, that was <laughs> so bad, like, I, I don't know how often this happens in real life, other than, like, shows like love is blind but I don't know like how often people do this but it's just such a bad idea for like all of these reasons you really don't know people before like you know in such a short span of time to be able to they had like a flight it, it wasn't even like let's get married like six months after dating it was like let's go get married this weekend which means we have like one flight to Vegas to discuss if we are actually ready to get married, which is so dumb. Don't get on the plane and do that. Like, do that and spend a week talking or whatever. <laughs> Not more than a week. Yeah, but, you she's know. like 24. Yeah. Like, she's literally 20. I'm going to turn 24. Like, my life doesn't move that fast. <laughs> like, oh, God. Yeah. Okay. But, yeah, I'm, like, going on about a lot of things here, but my the point I was getting to is that they are married and they just got married, and I feel like I, I saw that and the fact that her life is so intertwined with, like, his sister as well as, you know, these are all reasons for her to stay in this situation. Like, I don't think that, you know, it was the best thing and it could have been explained better, but at the same time, I think, honestly, the bigger thing for me was, like, her, like, best, best friend apparently was Alyssa, and Alyssa is Ryle's, bro uh, Ryle's sister, so, you know, it would, it would be hard to just detach from all of that, so I think, especially, you know, even hearing a little bit from Alyssa, like, I, I can see how that led to her being, like, okay, like, this was the second time. She even did say, like, if this ever happens again after the first time, she said she would leave him. But I saw the fact that, like, okay, now leaving you doesn't mean, like, just, you know, breaking up with you. It means, like, getting a divorce. I think that is just, it's just harder to, you know, leave from. Yeah, I don't know. Like, I see, like, how you could be like, oh, like, why is she getting back with him after that? But I feel like, like, that's kind of the point. It's like, like, if you're in an abusive relationship, like, you, you still, like, really love this person, and you still are, like, it's still difficult for you to just be, like, I don't, I only see bad in this person. I don't want to date or be married to this person. Were they married at that point? Oh, okay. Yeah, I don't want to be married to this person anymore. Like, I yeah, it's like a hard situation. So uh, honestly, I would be surprised if she did leave him. I mean, I know that when she was younger, she saw that 
she saw an example of like this abuse but like when you're in this situation and when you like really love the person that you're married to it's like difficult to just be like no I'm just gonna leave because this happened because I don't know there's like a lot of pain associated with that yeah Yeah, there's like sorry go ahead (laughs) no I was gonna say I agree I agree with both of your points like I think um the whole uh yeah, like obviously being in that situation, it's a very complex situation. There were so many moving factors, right? There was Alyssa, but there was also just like her being like happy with her life actually at that moment un- until that moment, basically. Like being like happy with her situation, like being in love with this man. And even after, like she still loves him, she ends up staying with him. Um, and then I think it's like it, the third time the abuse happens, it just escalates to another level. Um, and like, this is like, that situation is like purely about Atlas, like her remembering, keeping like mementos of like when she used to be in a relationship with Atlas and like, you know, different things about her, like the fact that she is, um, she even came to Boston because of Atlas, like she got this tattoo because of Atlas and like, all of these different things and then it just kind of like explodes and then that causes like the final I think final blow to their relationship but I still think that I don't know I just think that it to me I'm just like like I I don't know I don't understand how like this might just be a character thing but I don't understand how he could have like like gone from you know trying to work at his issues like his anger issues in that span of time and then explode so much by this point you know what because it shows that he had no progress you know what I'm saying like it showed that he like actually didn't work at all um in like being a better version of himself and instead it just like explodes in this whole thing and like he doesn't even give her a chance to answer a question like or like even like say anything and he just you know almost attempts to rape her it's i don't know that scene i think was the most graphic but i also don't like i think in the i don't know maybe it's just human nature but i just didn't i didn't i maybe i just i just didn't like anything (laughs) i didn't like any any of those like that entire middle section i was just like no i hate this book i hate this book stop no i can't do this um and also she was only like 24. I was like, what? how does she have like the most intense life at such a young age? Like that's so sad. It just sucks. But- yeah, I think honestly that was another thing that I was seeing in people's reviews. Like it was like there was so much emotional stuff going on. So much, so many people who had like different forms of damage and there were a lot of issues and so that made it a hard to explore each one of them fully and then b it was just kind of like exhausting and that's why I was a little I mean I I agree like it was kind of entertaining in the form of like you want to finish this book and like you know you want to know what happens and everything but we all called it like entertaining which you know it is a very sad book and I feel like honestly I have seen that in other Colleen Hoover books where it's not like Pooja said, it's not a rom-com. It is not a, like, happy, like, yay romance. It's, like, really working through these hard things. And I agree that, you know, it's probably unlikely that, you know, all of these kind of things happen together because by the third time, the thing is she gets, she realizes she's pregnant and that's why she can't really even cut off, like, her relationship with Ryle fully by the end of it. But... I also think, again, like this was kind of the point of the book. And I really felt like reading the author's note at the end kind of pulled it together for me because Colleen Hoover talks about how, you know, this book was really from her own experiences as a kid. And she draws from, you know, her similar experience of her father abusing her mother. But now she does have a relationship with her father but her mom remarried and like she's much closer to her stepfather and um, views him as like a father figure. Um, So I feel like 
I don't know, especially reading that, I feel like that supported to me that, you know, she wrote this from not just like, I'm just going to write about this topic, but like something where she has seen something similar. And I feel like it was interesting to see that whole dynamic too with Lily even you know she did struggle through all of those situations that happened because she was like I never thought I would be like my mom I never thought I would be the person to continue to you know stay with someone who is like actually clearly you know abusing me and she knew that's why she knew from like the very beginning you know just because it happens just once like that that can really you know snowball quickly so I think that part even though you know there could have been more things that the author added to Ryle's character to make it get a little bit easier for the reader to see at times I still thought she did a pretty good job of still you know Ryle was like a bad character like a bad guy you know and I feel like adding too much goodness to him would kind of take that away even though there's even this quote like through the whole thing of like he Ryle brings it up he's like there's not bad people only like people who do bad things and honestly like I okay we're (laughs) I don't think we should get into this but I feel like I agree to that to some extent I think there you know people can grow out of things but I think yeah it it kind of like walked this fuzzy line of like we need to view Ryle as like he did these horrible things and you know he should be like punished he should be like divorced for that but I think also you know she is still like someone who's in love with him and like can't just easily be like all right I'm putting you entirely out of my life now because you know of these incidents so yeah yeah I I guess I I still thought it was like realistic like with the third abuse like I know it didn't show that he grew but I don't know I don't remember how long it had been between the two uh like the second abuse and the third abuse but I mean it's not something that he would change overnight and they were working on it because she was like you should walk away right now and he was like no so I feel like I don't know I I didn't think it was crazy that that he exploded like that um because I don't know if he was like that his whole life he's not gonna change it in a couple months like it's gonna take it's gonna take a lot of work to like change your mindset and like change something like that especially when it's like you black out and it's hard for you to control it. Um, yeah, so I don't know. That that was my thought. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's a, it's a good point. And Harshni, also the points that you made also, like we're all valid too. Like I, I definitely see that aspect as well. Like how can someone work through something that quickly and also like, um this whole thing of like yeah I also kind of looked through the author's note um that Colleen Hoover had at the end of the book uh and like how it drew upon her own experience and I think like it's it's a complex situation like it's not a black and white thing and I think that's also kind of like the point like I feel like that quote that you had mentioned right this idea that like people are not necessarily bad themselves or like inherently bad they just do bad things I feel like that's kind of like the question of the book it's like the entire book is kind of exploring like this idea of like all right like everyone is on this like spectrum you know everything is gray there's no black and white it's all kind of like wishy-washy areas because you can argue the same thing about atlas right like you we talked about how atlas is like this kind of perfect guy but at the end of the day he also kind of like has a temper problem when he sees someone he loves being you know wronged in a situation to the point where he will like get physical with someone else and like you know threaten to like break their nose or something or whatever the hell he does 
Um, but yeah, it's it's I don't know. It's a very complex situation, and it's it's I think that's the whole point of the entire book, basically. Um, all right, I had a couple more things that I wanted to ask, and these are not related. I feel like these are kind of tangential things, but I just thought they were funny. Um, <laughs> one thing <laughs> that I just wanted to mention is um, Lily names her daughter, like her middle, like her daughter's middle name is Dory, <laughs> the character in Finding Nemo, because of her Ellen obsession, Ellen obsession, right? The whole thing with the Ellen obsession, I know we touched upon this earlier, but like I thought that was so weird, but I was also like, you know what, everyone has their own things, you know, <laughs> their own like quirks in their life or whatever. Um, but my note when I saw like her naming her daughter Dory, I was like, this is literally gross. <laughs> um, but there were certain aspects, like there were so many like cringy things. I thought that was like a cringy thing. Um, but I want, I was curious as to like, what were your guys' like cringy moments where you were just like, oh, I, this was too cheesy or this is too cringy for me. Um, my thing was that Dory thing, but yeah. I I know I had some, but I like can't think of them right now. <laughs> I didn't think that, I mean, the Dory middle name was a little cheesy, but uh, I think I, I think it was cheesy in that it was because of her obsession with Ellen in part, but like I think it was kind of cute that it was like they had this thing that was like just keep swimming and now now the child has that na name related to that. But I think every, every time there was a journal entry and she like spoke to Ellen, I was like, I'm cringing so hard. Like she's like, oh, you know, I don't mind your dance like sessions in the beginning of episodes. I was like, oh my God, why couldn't she address these journal entries to literally anyone else? Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. I totally forgot about like the just keep swimming thing too. Yeah, that was like her and Alice's thing, which was I think that part was cute, but yeah, I, I don't know. I didn't have such strong feelings about the Dory thing, but I did have like I don't even know if this was like cringe, but I was just kind of like, is this is this such a white person thing to do? Sorry, Sarah. Where like people just like name their kids after like people that are they're related to, and it's like I don't know. You just keep reusing the same like three names, and I I feel like you know the the main example of this was Alyssa naming her daughter Riley after Ryle, and I'm just. I don't know. It just bothers me because I'm just like, can't you just have a unique name? But also I did read that people had strong feelings about the fact that like the names in general in this book, like Ryle Kincaid and Atlas Corrigan and stuff were just so like, I don't know, like trying to be so unique and cool, but that's just like, dumb I don't know I I personally, <laughs> I personally like when names are not basic because in my eyes I'm like I don't meet people with my name very often when I do it's like honestly kind of offensive I'm like you have my name but I also like when people have like different names but also I don't know that that was I guess one other cringy thing that other people found, but I personally can't think of anything either right now. I'm sure there was definitely a ton of things. There were a ton of cliches in this book, you know? It's like feeding to the romance audience, you know? Yeah, I'd say a lot of the pickup lines, I cringed so hard. I was like, oh my God, you did not say that. Like if someone said that to me in real life, I'd be like running the, so far out the other door. <laughs> That is so true. Uh, yeah, I agree. So what did you guys think of? So I was like, you know, as a reader who thrives with the love triangles, right? I was like, yes, there's a love triangle in this book. The notes from the beginning, I will like I was on Team Atlas all the way. Like from the from the first time she met him till the end, I was like, I was waiting. I was like, oh my God, is she gonna get with him? Is she gonna get with him? Is she gonna get with him? Finally, at the very end, 
they like meet randomly on the street, which I was like, this is, I don't understand why she didn't inform this man earlier that she was single or, you know, <laughs> I was like, why did you wait so long? But what are your guys' thoughts on them finally getting together literally in the last two pages of the book? Bro. I was like, I finished the book and I was like, you did not give me, okay, you gave me a little satisfaction, but at the same time, like, I wouldn't know that their life is happy, that he's, I mean, I'd assume he's not abusive, but I, he didn't know that their life is okay. Like, I wish there was like one more page where I was like, this is their life now, they are happy together. I do like that they ended up together. I think I'd be pissed if they didn't. Colleen Hoover literally gave us crumbs, <laughs> like little, little crumbs. <laughs> yeah, I think so. I remember this wasn't like actually on the podcast, but I remember telling you all that I had heard a spoiler from my friend. And I can't remember now exactly what she said, because I thought the spoiler was and she, I, she may or may not have said this, but like I thought she was like, yeah, there's, like, these two men, but she, at the very end, she, like, ends up, like, on her own, so I was expecting through the whole book, like, I knew she wasn't gonna end up with Ryle, and then once we, you know, like, read all the things about Atlas, like, especially in the beginning, I was like, Atlas is great, like, why wouldn't she end up with Atlas, and I was agreeing with you all, too, by that point, like, I think her and Atlas should get together, but at the same time, I did feel, because I think it was, like, 11 months after, which is a significant amount of time, like, after her kid was born, that's when they run into each other, and, like, it's not even, like, honestly, like, full, like, at this point, they're probably, like, yeah, dating immediately, but you, you get, like, those little crumbs. I feel like, I don't know, I, I know, like, definitely in some of the reviews I read, other people didn't like that she couldn't just, like, be on her own. But I feel like I ended up being like, yes, I think this ending was good in general because I liked the fact that it didn't go so deeply into her. Like she obviously had this time away where she was kind of single. She was kind of just processing all the crap she's been through by herself, working on herself and being a mom and then like getting together with him. So I wasn't, and since we kind of knew like their relationship throughout, I think I was a little bit more okay with it just being like, okay, they're like meet again. They're going to get together. I feel, I feel good. I feel satisfied. I just wanted Atlas to be happy. You know, he's really the only person I cared about. I agree. I I also agree that I'm glad that they they didn't instantly get together. It was like it wasn't like I'm divorcing you. Okay, I'm going to Atlas. It was nice that it was like I can be by myself and I can work th through this by myself and then yeah. And then start a relationship again. I I agree. I think it was more realistic because she did still love Ryle right like she it's not like she like stopped loving Ryle immediately after they decided to get divorced like or even like in the months leading up to that like it's not like she didn't love him um and like she's she never necessarily I mean obviously when she was younger she loved Atlas but like after she met Ryle she never necessarily felt those like romantic feelings towards Atlas not for a while at least but this man like he just kept just like such an all around, just like such an all around, like nice person. Like he gives her that book by Ellen DeGeneres again. I don't know what this lady's obsession was with Ellen, but like he gives her the book, the autographed book or whatever with Jets Keep Swimming. And I was like, literally losing my mind. I was like, oh my God, it's so cute. Yeah, but. Yeah, I, don't know. I I just, I kind of, I, I did like that they end up together at the end. I was like, yes, I was rooting for you two. Finally, it happens. Can you both have your own book? And can that be a romantic comedy? That is what I would like, please. Oh, that's honestly a good idea. I feel like now that we went through all of Lily's issues, I'm ready for, you know, not even part two, just like different book with same characters. <laughs> 
Except <laughs> we don't even really need to see Ryle. We know he's like there as like the father of the daughter, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah, daughter yeah. Emerson. Okay, now I remember. I was like, it's like a boy's name for a girl, or I don't know if Emerson is. I don't know. Yeah, anyway. named after after his brother. Yeah, the, yeah. Brother, yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I want to see Alyssa in this book. I want to see Marshall in this book. I don't want to see Ryle in this book. We can add a new character in the book too. The mom, I, I liked her too by the end. Um, but yeah, we can we can see all of those characters. And I don't know, maybe we'll see like their kid, some stuff. I don't know. <laughs> oh, we could see, yeah, like Riley, Riley, the like other kid a little bit older and then like Emerson a little bit older and them becoming friends. I'm seeing this vision for this book, Pooja. <laughs> yeah, you want to write it? <laughs> Hey, Colleen, can I have your characters, please? Can we just make a story based on all the exact characters of your story, but we're just going to write a sequel. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. All right. So did you guys have any other kind of like thoughts that you want to get off your mind regarding these characters that we've talked about? So... I think, like, one thing I kind of want to ask more of you, Pooja, because I feel like you, you know, you talked about how you d- dislike the middle part. I'm just curious if you kind of, like, got away or, like, what you thought about this whole theme of, you know, the fact that, like, we oftentimes society in general, like, views women who are in abusive situations is like you know why don't you leave and I feel like even for me like I I want to be like yes I am someone who puts the blame on men but you know I think that's like pretty clearly talked about in the book that you know we don't really question the men who do it we always question the women and it's always a situation of like why don't you leave even if it's like your own like family your own mom you're questioning this but it kind of shows from Lily's eyes that struggle. So I don't know. I just want to know from someone who like didn't like really, really love the book, like what you thought about that. And if you maybe thought it wasn't well done or like, yeah, general thoughts. Yeah, I mean, I so I think that I agree with you in the sense that society tends to blame the women for like, why didn't you leave? which is a very easy question to ask, but a very difficult question to answer, right? Like, you don't know what's going on in a person's life. You don't know the extenuating circumstances. You don't know the emotional circumstances. Like, abuse is, like, there's a reason why, um, you know, like, like there, there's a reason for everything, right? So it's, in normal circumstances, that makes sense to me. In this particular book, I just felt like, the way the way that like Ryle was portrayed I guess is a little bit realistic like in the sense that he is a very charming person and it's like a very like kind of like facade first and then you kind of see these under layers after like they're slow he's like an onion (laughs) you're like peeling back the layers um as you're reading through the book but I just felt like my I guess like my main thing maybe this is realistic but like lily was so aware though like it wasn't like she was kind of you know caught off guard like maybe after the first time she was caught off guard but like the second time she was not caught off guard like she was aware that he has these tendencies to get super violent and even the third time she was aware of this um and she knew and she was so aware and we were like following her but i also feel like that is realistic as well um so i don't really know i feel like i'm going in a circle here (laughs) but basically i I guess what i'm saying is that like i maybe my my dislike of the middle part of this book was more about not liking to read about abusive relationships like or like there are certain tropes I don't like in books. One is abusive relationships. The other one is cheating. I hate cheating in books. I hate abusive relationships in books. So it makes makes sense why I didn't necessarily get along with the middle part of this book. However, I will say that if 
like for at one point in this book, I was genuinely thinking that Lily would end up staying with Ryle. Um, because like she had that moment towards the end where she didn't want to like break up her family and like obviously there was the circumstance of like having a child with this man also being a major part of this decision which is like very difficult decision to make but i was really i was like please don't end up with him please don't end up with him um and i was and and i like her explanation at the end where she kind of like even explains to ryle like in a very like calm, collected, like methodical way of like, if your daughter were to say, hey, this happened to me, what would you tell her? And he goes, yeah, you should leave him. And she's like, okay, yes, I'm going to leave you. Um, which I thought was just like a very, I don't know, it's a little bit of a storybook ending, I thought. Like he was like a little bit too, you know, wrapping everything nicely, neatly with a bow type of situation, which I, real life is way more messy, but um, in terms of a romance novel, I think it was decent. Um, but yeah, I don't, I don't really know if that answered your question. <laughs> I think I just went around in a circle of being like, yeah, I, I, I kind of see where all these people are coming from. Yeah, no, I think that definitely makes sense. I feel like I personally, I don't know, maybe I'm misremembering, but I feel like I haven't read that many books about abusive relationships or at least like in too much detail. But yeah, I think, yeah. I, I can definitely see where you're coming from. And again, this is not a very, like the middle part of the book is very emotional. It's not like, I think, you know, this maybe was another case of like, if I was in a different mood, maybe I definitely like would have felt more like, I can't read this right now. <laughs> like this is too much, but um, yeah. Yeah. One One other book I would say is like, I mean, not to plug another book, but A Little Life deals with a lot of <laughs> themes. I, that are is there a time when Puja is not plugging A Little Life? Honestly, okay, I'm surprised because I feel like it hasn't come up on this podcast yet. And we have gone like, you know, five and a half episodes without hearing about it. Every conversation I have with Puja is like, okay, but listen, A Little Life goes into this. <laughs> Uh, I don't know. That book is just it deal. The the reason why I bring it up is because it also talks about issues of um, abuse and staying with an abuser. Like you know, like this kind of thing. This theme is explored. Um, and I think in my head, that book impacted me a little bit more than this book did. Um, but the portrayal of abuse in that book, I think. It's obviously very different because that is exploring more of a male-male relationship, and this one is a heterosexual relationship. So it is going to be different. There are different like things at play, but um, but yeah, I just both of them generally, I just did not enjoy reading. It's just it's it's too I don't know. It's a very like difficult thing to be in a person's head, a, a person who's being abused's head. Like it, it's it's just like a complicated thing, and you you're like, oh my god, why are they doing this? Why are you doing this? But you know, it's like a realistic thing, um, and it happens like every day to so many so many people. Um, but yeah, other thoughts. You got anything? Sorry, okay, I just have one thing <laughs> on a much lighter note. Lily said she was not a confrontational person I was like hey that's me and then I was like wait a minute you guys have these like whatever truths and that is like the most confrontational thing ever like I can't imagine a non-confrontational person being like I like you the second time you meet someone (laughs) so that part bothered me a lot This isn't true. This isn't what non-conversational means. Yeah, no, I I agree. I I don't remember her. Actually, I kind of remember her saying that, but yeah, I I didn't process it fully. Like that, you know, she kind of didn't act that way. But yeah, I agree. I feel like she definitely is more of a confrontational person. I I would say that I'm a non-confrontational person. However, I do have like things like naked truths. 
like how should you know this? <laughs> like, oh, we're meeting each other for the first time. Let's play 20 questions and get to know each other on a deeper level. <laughs> oh my God, it's so cringe. I, I wouldn't like, I wouldn't necessarily, I would be hesitant about confronting someone about like, you know, like if they wronged me in some sort of way, I would be a little bit more hesitant about like being like, you did this to me and blah, blah, blah. Um, but I also think that I am, I, I'm not, I don't know. I do like get the whole like naked truth thing because it's one thing is that she was talking to a stranger first and it's very easy to just like be open about anything with a stranger. Um, but like after they get married, obviously they're not strangers anymore, but they still have this naked truth thing going on. But I think at that point she just felt like she could trust him enough to like be open about certain things. Um, but yeah, I don't, I don't, yeah, I feel like he didn't hold up his end of the bargain with the naked truths thing though, because he left out a very major thing about his brother, um, which I feel like that should have come up before they got married, but you know. Yeah, I, mean, it was six I think so. I feel like, okay, maybe it was after they got married. I, I, yeah, he, I, I can't. He said it when, when he, she was, was like, it? oh, I, I need to tell him how I feel about, like, us still being together or not. And she was like, oh, I don't like doing this because I'm not a confrontational person. And I was like, I don't know. I mean, as a non-confrontational person, I find her confrontational. Yeah. Yeah, I think that, that definitely makes sense. Okay. I think that is the end of our discussion. Um, if you enjoyed this podcast, uh, great. <laughs> uh, let us know if you did. Um, but yeah, that's the wrap on episode six, where we talked about It Ends With Us by Colleen Hoover. Um, Sarah, what book are we reading next week? Uh, next week, we are reading Certain Dark Things by Sylvia Moreno-Garcia. And it's supposed to be, okay, because it's um, October when the episode's gonna come out, so we have a spooky theme, and this book has vampires, and it's spooky. <laughs> and it's also um, uh, Hispanic and Latinx um, Heritage Month. So we're honoring that with a spooky I think it's from a Mexican author, spooky Mexican author book. <laughs> yeah, I don't think I've read other than, you know, like Twilight. <laughs> I think it's about vampires since Twilight series. I don't think I have read anything about vampires, but honestly, that was, I feel like vampires were a big part of like high school for me, like Vampire Diaries, you know. Twilight, all, all the vampires. <laughs> I love her Vampires were a big part of high school for me. <laughs> like, okay. I don't know which high school you went to. <laughs> yeah, we all know how I feel about vampires in books, so. Or anything magic related. But you know what? Gold Digger surprised me. I know you guys didn't like it, but I still enjoyed it. But... <laughs> Maybe I'm gonna switch my. <laughs> I'm gonna switch my opinion on like magic in books or like un you know unnatural things in books. Um, all right, well that's a wrap on episode six. Thank you guys for listening. We will see you next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.